Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Batter listeners welcome back to a pot of their own this is episode 140 of a pot of their own i am allison mccaig and i'm joined this week by my lovely co-hosts linda surovich hello linda hey allison and maggie wiggin hello maggie hi allison so (laughs) usually we've been doing the the mets who are good all year long but this this podcast i don't know this week doesn't feel doesn't feel good uh, I think the Mets are still good, but they're, doesn't feel they're making good. us work for it. Yes. It's yes, been a long time since we've had to work to like be on with this team. And yeah. here we are. It just it, the vibes. The vibes are off is, I guess, the best the best way to put it. Like and I the don't run wanna... production. <laughs> very off. the vibes and the run production. Both very off. I mean, the run production. <laughs> Yeah, what is what, this run production you speak of? No such thing. Vibes I mean, above average, quite poor. V- vibes above average. I mean, going into going back to the last time we recorded, the last time we recorded was in the middle of the Dodgers series, and the vibes were very good during the Dodgers series. In fact, they even got better after we recorded because we were recording during the Wednesday game, which was awesome because that was the Nimmo catch 
robbing Justin Turner of a game tying homer, the DeGrom on the mound looking really good. And, uh, you know, just the Timmy, the Timmy trumpet game. It was all good. And then they won the series after that. So against a potential playoff opponent, they won the series. Mm -hmm. It seemed good. And it was one of the most exciting series of the year. It was really well contested close games, all of them. And the Mets ended up winning two out of three. It was very good. And then they won the first game of the national series too. So I was like, Oh, good. Keep on rolling. And then, and then, and then things went to shit over the weekend. They lost back to back seven to one games to the nationals, which is just terrible and inexcusable for that to happen. Listen, I mean, every team, even good teams like the Mets, are going to have bad series against a bad team once in a while. But losing to the Nationals on back-to-back days like that at this stage of the game, sort of unacceptable. <laughs> Was Scherzer the keeper of the vibes? Like, it all went downhill when he got hurt. I mean, he, but he's been hurt at other times this year. True, true. So if he is the key, if Scherzer is the keeper of the vibes, it's a new, it's a new th- situation. because new development. His oblique injury didn't sink them when he was hurt for like two, not two months, but not quite two months. It was like a month and a half, whatever it was. Well, and like, I mean, again, the 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 seven runs allowed in back to back games. And then I honestly have lost track of it tonight. I think it's still at four, but whatever it is, it sucks. Only it's like, four, but the it's like one shut thing. Out. But yeah, the what worries me is I feel like I know that the I know the pitching can be fine and will be fine. But like the the absolute power outage, like any kind of offensive activity at all is deeply concerning. Yes, that's been the consistent thing. Yeah, I know the Dodgers are good, but the symptoms of the offensive blows were there, too. It's been like this isn't a recent thing they've been not hitting for a while and they've just been getting lucky no yeah the even during the dodgers series it's not like it's not like the Mets. it's not like the mets offense exploded during that series they won they they lost each of the games was decided by a very small margin um and a small number of total runs um neither team uh went buck wild in either of those in any of those games um, but you know, again, like, like we said, you can chalk that up to like the Dodgers have a very good pitching staff. The nationals have a terrible pitching staff. The pirates have a terrible pitching staff. So to see this continue against bad teams is very not good. That's it's not really not what you want. Like, you know, I mean, the, the seven, the back-to-back seven to one losses, as far as like, from the pitching perspective, like one of them happened because Max Scherzer left the game early because of like left side fatigue, which the Mets don't seem super overly concerned about. It's one of those things where he just didn't want to push through something and make it worse. It is concerning that it's the same side that he had this oblique issue earlier in the season. It looks like they might push him back a day. They might not. It's They might skip him once. It's like still up in the air. Um, but Carlos Carrasco looked like a man who was rushed back from his injury for sure on Sunday. Like that was... That was the mark of a pitcher. And I know that we might not be having this conversation if Jeff McNeil hadn't made an error and turned a double play into no outs. And then that inning kind of ballooned on Carrasco. But like he had been he was missing his spots. He didn't look particularly strong or healthy. Um, And I'm very concerned about that in particular. Um, Obviously, the offense is the more systemic issue. That's like 
the real concern right now as they get shut out by the Pirates in the seventh inning as we record this for nothing. But Carrasco is also a concern in my view. But also the that decision was also a bit of a head scratcher because Trevor Million Williams, they could have just started him and let Carrasco have a rehab start. Agreed. And Trevor Williams has been good this year. Yeah. So like I don't see yeah. and he hadn't pitched in like two weeks. I don't yeah, see the reason. Yeah, the last game he got into was August 20th, unless there was something he was hiding that the Mets never told us. But it's like he should have been good to go if you just started him. And yeah, he gave up two runs, but he still probably would have been a better option than a very rusty Carrasco. He looked better than Carrasco did in that game. I mean, he gave up more runs, but like it wasn't that bad. No, he would have at least let let it be a competitive game. Yes. than what it turned into. Yes. Um, well, all right. Mets, uh, Brandon Nimmo just hit a two-run homer, so at least the Mets won't get oh. shut out tonight. Well, oh, that's um, nice. That's <laughs> dollars for dingers. Ding, ding, ding. Woo! Updating the spreadsheet hey, live as I podcast. That's four. Here we oh, go. We're on the Ventura number. Yes, it does seem especially, um, especially rude of the Mets to do this um, in the middle of dollars for dinners. It feels very personal. It does um, feel very and personal. I think the least they can do for us is retweet all of our tweets about dollars for dinners. Yes, I think the least that they is, can do. I think that is how they can make up for their really, really pointed failures on the on the field. Except for Brandon Nimmo, you get. You get a pass. Well, I also feel like this is my fault because in our Slack, I said, yeah, I'll fatten up on the bad teams. <laughs> and they have not done that. Hopefully they'll start. That would be awesome. If I would... Alonzo could start, that would help a lot. Yes, Pete. He's Pete like my man. He's our dollars for dingers mascot, even if he doesn't know it. Pete's struggling. Yeah, I don't um, think struggling describes it. It's like beyond struggling at this point. Pete, the problem with Pete is that I mean, every player, even the best players, have has slumps, but Pete's slumps look worse. I I don't know how to how to describe it, but it's like when Pete Alonso slumps, boy does he slump. Yeah, he just, he just like, he, looks like he's never played baseball before. He looks he real bad when he looks bad. Yeah. It's it's like some players like quietly slump. Pete Alonso's not one of those. Yeah. <laughs> no. And even if he is like often his slumps statistically are not the worst. I feel like especially this year, he can grab a couple singles here and there to just keep it from being an absolute like oh for a million. But it just feels that way. And he always looks so bad. Yeah. It doesn't help that he also visibly shows his emotions too. So you're like, oh yeah, he's slumping. Yeah. And if Pete is sad, if like the team golden retriever is sad, then you just know it's the vibes are gone. The vibes not gone, not gone. I mean, they are still like mathematically in first place. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the, the broadcast, the SNY broadcast was actually talking about this with Pete during about Pete during the broadcast of like, he's the type of guy that puts a lot of pressure on himself. Um, to carry the offense and when the offense collectively is slumping the way it is now like he he might push himself even a little more he might press a little bit and that'll make yeah. like the existing slump he's already in even worse that's um, always been pizza issue. like when he was trying to break the the record his rookie year he like he pressed for like a month 
So I think that's just always been who Pete is. Like it just kind of snowballs when the pressure gets on him. Although ironically, it was that rookie of the year run that he did eventually like break out of. He went that whole September, like absolute fire. Yeah. So if he could also do it for September this year, that would be great. Um, but, uh, I figure we shouldn't spend the entire time dwelling on the Mets offensive woes, um, especially not during this dollars for dingers. (laughs) Uh, we should, we should talk about some happier things. Um, I've been meaning to do this for a while, but we have gotten a couple of emails in the last few weeks and I wanted to spend some time on the show this week going over them. Um, And one of them is about old timers day, which we covered last week, but this is a new angle on it. So I kind of wanted to bring this up. So Justin David writes us, good morning. I hope you are all well. Any chance you can give out awards to the players from the old timers game. Here are my top recommendations. Comeback player of the year, Steve Dillon, (laughs) golden glove, Steve Henderson, uh, crazy grit <laughs> or any catcher willing to w- willingly went into a crouch after a career that probably destroyed their knees. Rollades relief award to Jesse Orozco, <laughs> who looked like he was in a playoff series. MVP Mookie mm-hmm. Wilson, who looked like he could still play with two doubles, a run from second, an amazing run down and left. And I'm afraid an unfortunately and deeply problematic return for a uh, return of Reyes. Looking forward to your next broadcast. Um, thanks for writing, Justin. That's a really fun idea to give away some superlatives, as they say. Um, so I don't know if you two have any ideas for su- superlatives to give out, but I'd love to hear. Love to hear. Bartolo needs to win something because he was probably throwing the most heat out there. Yeah, I think he wins the uh, what what is the promo Fast that pitch? What's the promo that SMY does? The Cholula? Yeah, the Cholula. Yeah. 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 Bartolo Colon gets the Cholula. <laughs> I think I would give the gold glove to Andy Chavez. He looks like he can still play. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Cliff Floyd, him. too. Cliff Floyd looked good, too. He, he ripped something. Well, we should have... Oh, I gotta say, what's the opposite of a gold glove? Because I have to say, like, Kevin Elster probably wins the opposite of that. Oh, yeah. Like, what what um what material could we make his glove out of like aluminum glove aluminum uh, kevlar (laughs) (laughs) lead glove poor kevin elster poor kevin elster he wins points for style though he did most styling he that he deserves his own superlative for most styling yes okay we'll give him that i would approve he looked like he looked like a cool truck driver i appreciated him (laughs) But a lot of guys were styling, though. A lot of guys were styling. Elster gets the award, but there are a lot of honorable mentions there. I would Um, give Cliff one. I would give Cliff an honorable mention. Agreed. Pat Mahomes. Grandest entrance, Pedro, obviously. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Grandest entrance Pedro. Pedro is so much fun to watch. He had so much fun. And like, I don't like, I mean, we talked about this when we talked about Old Timers Day last week, but like everyone just had such a good time. And that was the best part of it. I don't know. Bobby Valentine should probably get an honorable mention too for that. Agreed. Agreed. So those yes. are those are some of our superlatives. Spikiest rosin bag would be Turk Wendell. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> and I also gotta give him points for playing third, too. Yes, absolutely. 
Absolutely. So he was, would that be like an Otani award since he played? Yes, the- Otani award. <laughs> but Roger McDowell batted too. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so would Roger McDowell get the Otani award? We can have two winners. Okay. I think that's Otani fair. Otani awards. <laughs> yeah, so those are, th- thanks for writing us, it, uh, writing us, Justin. That was really fun. And those are our some of our superlatives. Um, we had a great time watching Old Timers Day. I hope everyone else did. Uh, you know, the last feel good thing to happen. One of the last feel good things to happen. Womp, womp. Terrible stretch. Hopefully the Mets will get out of this um, soon. Um, but we also have another um, another fun email um, from Ian who wants to who wanted to share last week, who wanted to share his walk off win last week. Um, and I want to share it with you all because it's great. Um, he said, hi, I enjoyed the episode about a league of their own, even though it reminded me that I need to finish the season. Sorry if we spoiled anything for you, Ian, we didn't mean to. Um, he wanted to share his walk-off win that his daughter was playing in, uh, the Maria Pepe baseball tournament on Long Island. Um, and she's a player on the U10, uh, on the 10 and under DC force team, part of DC girls baseball. Um, there are Met, there's Mets fans in Nats country, which I appreciate as a Mets fan in Nats country. Um, and she plays as number 48, uh, which, you know, good number choice. Um, they, and talked about, uh, Ian talked about how they were really excited to travel for the tournament and uh, playing and practicing with the DC girls team has made baseball fun for his kid again, and is helping a lot of, uh, girls and young women build their skills in a positive environment. So a lot of wins right there. Um, so Ian, that is so awesome. And we hope your daughter keeps playing baseball and keeps having a good time doing it. I love, I love seeing that. I love seeing little girls play baseball. It's the best. Um, so keep, keep kicking butt. To Ian's yeah, daughter. way to go. We love hearing that. Yeah, and keep us updated too. Yeah, send us more emails. We want to hear more about her, her, her how her career is developing. Um, that's a daymaker right there. That's that like is. one of those things. I think when when I saw this in the show notes, I was like, that is just that's just the best story. Also, so like, best. keep me updated about when she's playing. I'll come to a game. I'm in DC. I'll come to a game. <laughs> And you'll wear a Mets shirt like you should. I'll wear a DeGrom shirt and I'll say it's for DeGrom, but it's also for your daughter. Because I'm a fan of both. Um, But that's thank you for sending us these emails. They are a light during these uh, troubled times for the Mets. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all. Thank you for your sympathy in our dark times. Yes. Keep and please send emails. us more encouraging emails. Yes. <laughs> yes, please send us more walk-off wins via email. We love we love them. Um, but you know, uh, in wider baseball news this week, um, you know, beyond the Mets, there there is good news. Um, <laughs> we mentioned last week on the show that um, you know, there was a fir- the there was a first step toward um the minor leaguers unionizing in the sense that they sent. Um, cards uh, to the minor leaguers. And if a certain amount of the minor leaguers um, signed cards backing a union, then it would go to an election. So uh, this week we learned that more than 50% of minor leaguers have signed cards backing a union, which Mm -hmm. is great. Um, So that like passes the threshold that they need. Um, So as a result, the MLB Players Association has formally written the commissioner's office and asked the league for voluntary recognition. Uh, now that is probably unlikely to come to pass. <laughs> the league is probably going to fight this um, at every step of the way. 
Um, and they are probably not going to voluntarily recognize the union, but the union is at least trying to get them to recognize the union. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out. Um, but it, it's very exciting. The, uh, the unionizing of the minor leagues is moving forward. So that's very, very exciting. Um, Although we should shout out our pro labor king, Francisco Lindor. Heck yes. yes. Um, <laughs> Francisco Lindor gave an awesome, awesome quote today about this. Um, and he's one of the, you know, highest ranking players in the in union leadership, along with Max Scherzer, as we know, because we've been back when back when the lockout was happening. Remember that um, <laughs> back when the lockout was happening, we were we were talking all about this. And, uh, you know, Lindor and Scherzer were front and center during those negotiations. Um, and Lindor is front and center again during this. Um, and Lindor said, um, to ESPN, we're seeing how things have worked out over the past decades and how things are going to work in the future. We're heading in the right direction. When I was in the minor leagues, it was so much about forgetting what you're getting paid, forgetting about the travel, just make it to the big leagues and play better. But that, but also it's not the way to be right now. I feel like there's way more awareness and understanding that it's about having better sleep, better travel, better food, better paychecks to help you perform at a higher level. I'm happy we are working to unionize them, help them out. They are the future. And that is the beginning of every baseball player. And they are the future of every major league team. We are hoping to protect them. Protect them. Oh my God. Way to go, Francisco. It's literally the the meme of like, you know, uh the person, like the little cartoon person like sleeping peacefully in bed and the person standing over the bed, like taking all those bullets. And it's like Francisco Lindor taking the bullets for the minor leaguers. It's amazing. We love that. Um well, I think it and it's just a reminder that two of the best played, best paid, if not the best paid. Uh, players on the team are the ones who are actively working to like watch out for those coming behind them. Like this is not a, I got mine team. And that's really awesome because it's not always that way. Exactly. That is what we love to see. Um, Because unfortunately, like a lot of former major leaguers, I don't think it's a prevalent again, like as Francisco Lindor said in his quote, and as we've been talking about with, this story as a whole um the attitude the, a big part of this is about a shift in attitudes um that's what enabled this to happen um but i feel like a lot of former major leaguers not of the current crop of major oh. leaguers had that attitude like very much like i got mine and and we we see this same conversation playing out you know in national news with regards to student loans as well like i got mine i don't really care about you know you and the next generation and it's just like such nonsense like yeah it's it's very silly mentality um and this kind of like twist on the idea of a meritocracy of like you know that part of what makes you worthy is having gone through like all this garbage and that makes you a better person because if you weren't like the better stronger person you wouldn't have made it through all the garbage yeah and it's yeah. like nope there's other reasons why that happens yeah I went through all this shit, so you should too. It's just like the worst. Like, why should more people suffer? I would prefer that less people suffer. Um, I would prefer that minor leaguers get a living wage. And yeah, I mean, it sucks that it hasn't already been a thing for a long time, but that doesn't justify more people suffering ever. Um, And it seems like the the larger opinions are going that way. Yeah, it's good to see. It's good to see this attitude shift. 
Um, and as we mentioned last week on the show, like support for labor unions as a whole is at an all time high because I think that it's not just baseball where these attitudes are shifting. I think it's a national conversation where attitudes are shifting and that's a positive thing. Well, in baseball, like historically has always reflected what's going on in the United States. So this is like another example of that. Yeah, very true. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Uh, side note that has nothing to do with this topic, but uh, Montes de Oca is in the game right now. And I just like, obviously I knew he was already on the team, but it's funny to see his name written on the back of the jersey. It's like one of the more unique names to see written out on the back of the jersey with the lowercase d and e in the middle of his last name with all the rest of the letters capital. And he did okay his last time out, even though it was a blowout. Yep. I mean, he just pitched a scoreless inning. So there you go. Good for him. I mean, if they can catch lightning in a bottle, that could help the bullpen. That'd be great. Yes. Um, the bullpen scores some runs. Is with the mm-hmm. assistance of a fantastic play, play from Pete. So shout out to Pete on the defense. There. I have seen Edwin Diaz take batting practice. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't know about that one. I don't He's know about that one, Chief. Man. <laughs> he is a very strong man. <laughs> I could see him bringing a big um, Tebow energy to the plate. Yeah, That's sort of how I imagine him trying to hit at the plate. Oh, no, he looks good at the plate, though. He's ripped some. Unlike Tebow. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, unlike Tebow. Yeah, I think he might be a step above of Tebow. Like, I picture him more like Bartolo Colon, just, like, selling out <laughs> each pitch and hoping to make contact. Yeah, right. But if he does, it would go a long, long way. We just, I mean, I know that... Uh, pitchers hitting is something we lamented the loss of uh during the offseason but i don't want edwin getting hurt that would not be good (laughs) we if there's one player who can't get hurt um it's edwin diaz although uh (laughs) another update from this game sadly is that starling Marte had to leave the game after being hit by a pitch in the hand and we still don't know the status of him other than that he had to come out of the game 
Um, they're going to do, they're going to do images on the hand, see if it's broken. But if Starling Marte has a broken hand, that's really not good for an already struggling offense. Uh, Starling Marte was one of the few players hitting. So that would be deeply, deeply unfortunate. Especially again, offensive for dollars for dingers, offensive to do this to us. Truly very rude, but also like happening in this time of year is doubly bad because I don't really think that he could reliably come back for the postseason. Right. Like if it's a broken hand, depending on what bone is broken, like, I mean, maybe he would be out for a month and then where's he doing his rehab games? Or are you just sort of like trying to, I guess, I guess at that point you just do some like simulated games and cross your fingers. Yeah. But hope it's not broken. <laughs> oh no, no, we're just, we need good vibes. Probably not broken. No, it's not. It's definitely not broken. Especially after his picture yesterday that he posted. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that oh. was real. He yeah. blessed us yesterday. Not safe for work, but no, 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 no. That was that was a nice photo that Martin. Although can we can we discuss his breakfast? Yes, his breakfast. I wasn't looking that's, at the That's breakfast. the main thing I was looking at, his breakfast. I wasn't even thinking that there was breakfast in the picture. <laughs> yeah, Linda, I'm... enlighten us about his breakfast. because Well, uh... the breakfast was kind of like in the vicinity of other areas. <laughs> so your eyes kind of pick up on the breakfast. <laughs> but he had like, like three different breakfasts. <laughs> like, well, he's a, he's a hardworking gentleman. And he did not have a short stack of pancakes. He got the full stack of pancakes. And I'm pretty sure they're blueberry because it had a whole bunch of like blueberry goodness goo like dripping down the sides of it. He burns a lot of calories. True. <laughs> he, deserves, he deserves every one of those blueberries. He deserves a big stack of pancakes. Yeah, it was it was definitely a full stack of blueberry pancakes. It it's was- a full stack of blueberry pancakes. The new uh, tall cold glass of water. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, well, it's been it's so all we're canonizing that. Yes. Um, Excellent. It, all right. It's Make the title a note of the of episode. It. It's the title of the episode. There we go. That's what's happening. Thank God we have episode titles, or I wouldn't remember all of the ridiculous things that we say. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, for now, even though it's very, very upsetting that the Mets have decided to go on a uh, an offensive nosedive right as we started Dollars for Dingers, that does not mean we are bereft of Dollars for Dingers content. In fact, Brandon Nimmo's home run that he just hit uh, not too long ago put us up over a thousand dollars for Dollars for Dingers so far which is fantastic news. Um, so that's uh, over $1,000 by uh, almost 60 unique pledges. Um, so thank you so much to everyone who has already um, contributed or already pledged. Um, and as as we remind you every week, we will give you dollars for dinger updates every week, but it's never too late to pledge yourself. You can make a pledge. Um, go to our pinned tweet um on our on our twitter the link for the google spreadsheet is right there you can also go to amazingavenue.com we have a post on amazingavenue.com that's pretty close to the top about the fundraiser the link to the google spreadsheet's also in there if you're not on twitter or you can email us own at gmail.com get your pledges in um but yeah over a thousand dollars so far already which is very exciting 
Um, but one thing we did want to sort of like do a little mini PSA um, regarding dollars for dingers. Um, we just want people to be mindful about the fact that some people do have trauma histories surrounding this uh, regarding domestic violence. Um, it's very like, you know, upsetting subject for some people. Um, and even when people's hearts are in the right place, sometimes they make misguided comments or jokes. And just please be careful when you say stuff like that, because some people might get upset. Um, and it's just like not the best time or place. Um, even if your heart is in the right place, we understand. We're all very excited about this. We want long balls. We want to raise money. Um, we're working really hard at it. We're having a good time. But we just want to err on the side of thoughtfulness. Yes. Thoughtfulness. That's the best way to put it. Um, so thank you, everybody who's already pledged. Um, and if you haven't yet and want to, it's not too late. Please, please make a pledge. Um, we're and put the seventeenth on your calendar. Yes, oh my God, it's gonna be so good. We've been talking about it all day, you guys, all day. Yes, we've been planning this so hard. <laughs> there is so much good stuff coming. It's it's gonna be. I. It sounds very like kind of silly and cliche, but it's definitely gonna be the best one yet. Like, there's not really any reason any to think otherwise. Yes, um, <laughs> I agree. But we have we have so many amazing prizes, like better than ever before um and it's going to be a hopping afternoon at ebbs with the game coming up and it's you you just can't miss it do not miss it september 17th four o'clock p.m ebbs where mckeller used to be on siever way at outside city field be there we're gonna have discounts if you um just buy even so much as a single raffle ticket you will get a wristband that gives you discounts on food and beverages at Ebbs. Yes. 15% off if you're yeah, not at City Field. City Field is not giving you any money. For- <laughs> <We're> very sorry. <laughs> we wish. We wish. No. Now we Ebbs, ask for next year. <laughs> our wonderful friends at Ebbs are giving us yes. uh, giving folks who are there to participate in dollars for dingers. 15% off food and drink. So come see us, get a raffle ticket, get a wristband. Um, and you'll be able to show that wristband to the folks at Ebbs and get a discount on your uh, on your beer and your food, which is awesome. Um, so please join us. It'll be an awesome time. And we ca- we absolutely cannot wait to see you all there. Um, but we will end the show like we always do with walk off wins, where each of us talks about something that is making us happy this week, baseball related or otherwise. Linda Cerovich, what is your walk off win for this week? Um, well, if. I tweeted it, so, but, um, uh, I got a new little fuzzy member of the family. Very exciting. Um, uh, my cat sitter texted me, um, a lot, a week ago now, um, saying, oh, do you have any interest in a new kitten? Because somebody turned in three kittens to her vet. And she was going to take her cat died in June. So she was looking for new cats and she couldn't take all three. So she was like, I'll take two. And if whatever one you don't take, I'll take the others. And so I was like, I don't know. I don't know how Maddie's going to react. So I went to go meet her and she was the sweetest little kitten, like just purring. Like she was in the cage in the, in the vet's office, like dogs were all around her. And she was just like looking like, Oh, who's that in the cage next to me? Like, Oh, is that a a friend over there? And I just, I couldn't leave her there. And so I brought her home and thankfully like Maddie was more 
confused <laughs> about what, <laughs> what's what, this you know she got all bush when I walked in the door like ah! <laughs> but um but then she she never acted aggressive she never hissed she never growled like I had Lucy in this separate because when they, they named her Fanta because she's part orange and so but when I looked at her she had these like golden eyes and mm-hmm. so that made me think of like the girl with kaleidoscope eyes. So that's why oh. I named her Lucy. Oh, I just thought she looked like a Lucy. Like you were yeah, like, Yeah, she has Lucy, Lucy energy. Yeah, she does have Lucy energy. So that's why I was thinking Maxie for Scherzer, but because of the eyes too, but she, it, they're golden. So, so, but she did. She looked like a Lucy. And then, um, so, and then Maddie seemed just, okay like she never like she seemed herself like she wouldn't be she wasn't pacing or anything um so finally I let them out and I think poor Lucy was not used to having a big cat come charging at her wanting to play (laughs) so they had to work that out and then Lucy also changes her tail chases her tail so Maddie thought a tail was fair game (laughs) So Maddie had learned the hard way that a tail is not a toy. Only Lucy is allowed to play with her own tail. Um, <laughs> but it's been it's been fun. Um, you know, we're still kind of getting into a routine because today was literally the first day I let Lucy out of those bare bedroom when I wasn't home. Like I've been laying her out before that so I could keep an eye on them. But last night in my spare bedroom, I have a closet and the closet doesn't have a door. And she like completely went nuts. So I was like, okay, I guess you're done being cooped up. Like I couldn't, I couldn't coop her up anymore. Um, so I came home, the, the, the apartment's still standing. Nothing was destroyed. That's good news. Yeah. So I think, I think now they're going to be little buddies. They were already plotting because what they each took a chair at the, ki- at the kitchen table. So I mean, they say it takes a little while for cats to like fully like get used to each other, but because they for it's only been a week and they they've already you know been okay. They've never fought. Like Lucy hisses when she sees this cat barreling down on her, but they <laughs> but then Maddie backed off. So so I'm hopeful and I'm happy to have another little fuzzy buddy in in my life. And um, yeah, I'll keep you posted on hopefully the peace. Yes, the detente, cat yes, update. The detente. Um, I I'm so happy that uh that Maddie and Lucy are getting along. That's great. Yeah, that was that was my big concern bringing her home, but yeah, so so far so good. That's Phew. awesome. Yay, we love cats. Um, Maggie Wigan, what is your walk off win for this week? Oh man, this is a hard question. It's not been like a terrible week. It's just like it is the last week of a month between the end of camp and the start of school. So my walk-off win, I suppose, is that it's the last week before school starts. Specifically, I actually only even technically have one more day where I am fulfilling a double life of stay-at-home mom and work full-time mom. Um, But, so that is my walk-off win, that on Thursday, in two days, one day by the time this drops, um, my younger daughter will be starting kindergarten, which is crazy, crazy. And there must be some mistake because they don't let babies in kindergarten. And someone's going to tell me that she's not a baby. And that's just a lie. 
Um, but yeah, so she is beyond ready. Oh my God, put that child in kindergarten, please. <laughs> She's a little cooped up at home these days. And then uh, my son will be going into third grade, which is also crazy. He's like this dude. He calls me bruh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's where my life is right now. But, but yeah, so I guess my walk-off win is school starts in under 48 hours and my kids are wonderful and so, so big and I love them and I will love them even more when they're out of my house ever at all for like, even five minutes would be great. Well, have a good school year. Every come everybody. They will. Thank you. Yes. Happy back to school to all the parents, not to all the teachers who are unhappy. (laughs) Michael's like (laughs) frowning at me from across the room. (laughs) He's not happy about back to school, Um, but the parents are. Um, So my walk-off win for this week is that Michael and I went to the Orioles game on Saturday um, and the Orioles won, which Ooh. was very fun. I mean, like it's, it's crazy. Like the Orioles are a borderline playoff contender, which no one expected. Um, it is very you know, nice. It's been very fun to watch them uh, to see the the fans get really excited and like, you know, the, the team to keep like grinding out these wins. Cause they keep, they're doing the, like, they're doing the like early Mets season thing where they're like coming from behind all the time and like walking it off all the time. Um, and so it's been very cool to watch them go on this little run that they're on. And I hope, I really hope they make the playoffs. It's it not only because I just would like to see it, but because it kicks in another extra for dollars for dangers for me, if they do so more money for the national domestic violence hotline, if the Orioles make the playoffs. Um, that seems like a good enough reason for me. Exactly. Um, but yeah, we just had a really nice time at the game. Um, Did I their drink a lot of come in? Uh, no, they oh. were winning by too much. <laughs> 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 they, they, they actually like won rather handily. It was like eight to one or something by the end. So I was going to ask if he still does the special entrance. Yes, he does. Okay. He does. The closer does have a really cool entrance, um, to like, you know, the, uh, the like song from the wire, um, so that's really cool um, and very like Baltimore specific, which we love um, the like Omar's coming song. Um, so, yeah, the like little whistle tune. It's it's very cool. And they do lights for it. Even they do like a little light show. When that's fun. In, which is yeah, really that's cool. really cool. Um, Although speaking of it, did you see that like a couple college football teams played narco? Yes. Yes, I did see that, which is very funny. And I they just had- don't I just don't want anyone to play it out. I just no. like let's. Let it stay. Let it stay cool. Please don't kill it. It's so close to being killed. Don't do it. Keep but it cool. They, keep it cool. Yeah, they did bring in one. I forget what school was, but they had a girl playing the trumpet. So that was I cool. like that. Yeah, that was cool. Yes, I'll yes, allow yes. that one. We'll yes. allow that. We'll allow that. That was very cool. That's very cool. Um. So, yeah, had a good time at the Orioles game. That's my walk off win. I a day at Camden Yards is always perfect. Um, it's a beautiful baseball stadium. Um, it really are, is. The Mets are playing there next year. Um, so everyone should come to Baltimore to see the Mets play the Orioles next year because it's it's a really just beautiful place to take in a ball game. Awesome place. So did you see the Orioles picked up Jake Reed? They did. The Orioles did pick up Jake Reed off, wa- off waivers. That's more of your, uh, that's up your alley. My brand is ascending. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's coming up, Allison. <laughs> 
<laughs> my brand anyway. <laughs> yeah. My brand's that's... ascending. Um, I it would ascend even more if the Mets would stop doing what they're doing. <laughs> uh, why are you the way that you are? Why are you the way that you are? Uh gonna force me to hate watch Braves A's later. Don't want to do that. Uh, um but uh hopefully uh next week will be a happier Mets update uh but in the meantime you can go to amazingavenue.com check out all of our fantastic content we have game recaps we have weekly meters we have news we have analysis we have all of that for you at amazingavenue.com you can follow amazing avenue on twitter facebook and instagram at amazing avenue you can follow this show on twitter at a pot of their own you can follow each of us on twitter i am at petite phd where are you linda at linda Servich. and you maggie at maggie 162 you can email the show, own at gmail.com. You can email your pledges to us. You can email more awesome stories about your daughters playing baseball. Please do that. Yes. Uh, contact us. We love we love hearing from you. Um, you can uh, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Please rate and review the show. It really helps people find it. The original intro and outro music to this podcast is by Bunga. Let's go Mets. And don't forget, there is no crying in that.